Hi there, I'm Tom Field, Senior Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. My topic today is Account Takeover 101 and how to prevent it. Really pleased to welcome into the studio Chip Witt. He's the Head of Product Management with SpyCloud. Chip, always a pleasure to speak with you. Great to be here, Tom. Good to talk to you. So Account Takeover, I know you've done some recent research into some of the trends. What'd you uncover? Well, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, a lot of our data-driven models have found that ATO or account takeover is up uh, 300% in 2020. And that's really kind of an interesting problem. We, we also have seen that uh, the pandemic has increased the rate of device sharing, which is showing up in our botnet data. And if you're not familiar, the botnet data is representative of machines that have been infected with malware by somebody visiting a site and that uh, machine getting infected. And very often that's got keystroke loggers and things that capture credentials real time from people, anybody that's using that device. So device sharing really has an impact, not just on the person that downloaded the malware accidentally, but on anybody that uses that machine. And in the current times that could be everybody in an entire household. We've also seen an uptick in e-commerce fraud uh, and specifically a type of fraud that's fun to say, BOPIS, or buy online, pick up in store fraud um, is definitely seen an uptick as you would expect. Most people aren't going into stores to buy goods. So e-commerce is being leaned on fairly heavily, opening up the door for criminals to leverage account takeover to perpetrate uh, some really interesting fraud tactics that, that weren't necessarily seen as often previously. Chip, I got to come back to the initial statistic you shared, 300%. Why have ATO attacks spiked by that amount? It can't all be BOPIS. No, it's actually, it's interesting. So um, if you think about how people protect their organizations and their, their uh, employees' accounts, very often, you know, you're within the confines of work and you can define policy and protection um, for those employees and really limit the scope of risk associated with your organization. When the pandemic struck, what happened? Well, everybody started working from home and working from home creates a really interesting um, kind of mental break for folks, the, the lines between personal life and work life become blurrier. And what happens, you know, we, we've talked in the past before that, that people love to reuse passwords. Reuse of passwords um, in a corporate environment, you can protect against that with policy and with technologies to detect that password reuse. But in a personal environment, you know, it's it's really common to find a password that you like and reuse it, share it with other family members, and it becomes pervasive. If that password or a variation of it creeps into corporate life, that opens up the door for the criminal who can very easily um, link identities between personal and corporate world to find those passwords that have been exposed in personal life and at least try them in a targeted attack. And so that that cre creates an opportunity. And that's why we, we believe we've seen a, a tremendous rise in account takeover threat um, in 2020 specifically, as it's been almost directly related to the activities and the, uh, the mindsets that have been uh, pervasive through the pandemic. Jim, when and how are the most costly attacks occurring? 
Well, it's kind of funny is that this statistic hasn't changed, but it's it's one that's always alarms folks and seems to surprise them, is that there is an 18-month or longer lag time between the time uh, uh, credentials have been taken and uh, you know w- when they're discovered. That lag time is when criminals can perpetrate uh, crime in sophisticated manners, perpetrate targeted attacks, um, and really reap the benefits of stolen credentials. That's when when most organizations are unaware that anything's happened. Because if the organization where those credentials were stolen is unaware, it's very hard for companies to know that they need to protect those credentials. And the, the other thing that, that we've seen, and, and this is something that has shown up in the media um, quite regularly, is that targeted attacks now um, are very often extending into the supply chain. Uh, the recent sunburst uh, attacks were, were a great example of that, where you know you had uh, targeted attacks on an organization that then permeated into the supply chain and had very, very dramatic impact, both positively for the criminal um, and, and very negatively for those that were directly involved. The Chief, you get to see lots of different organizations and lots of different sectors. In what ways do you find a lot of companies underestimating their ATO prevention strategies? That's actually a great question. Um, we, we've talked with a lot of companies um, and have uh, had opportunity to uh, rub elbows with CISOs and security practitioners alike. And one of the things that seems to be pretty pervasive and, uh, and, and it's logical is, is you use the toolkits that you have at your disposal um, and think that they're effective because you know if they're not, you have a scarier reality to kind of contend with. A lot of folks still believe that policy alone um, is something that you can, you know, dictate policy and policy is going to protect you. And users are smarter than policy. You think about password changing policy is a really good example, um, is you can prevent users from using simple passwords and even reusing passwords, but human capacity for pseudo complication and reusing passwords in creative ways is, is something that's hard to protect against with policy alone. And criminals know this and they exploit it. Two-factor authentication. Uh, Two-factor authentication is a great, I'm a huge advocate of it. SpyCloud is a huge advocate of it. It should be used everywhere possible, but there are ways to bypass it. Criminals can perpetrate man-in-the-middle attacks, do session hijacking. They can even use social engineering to dupe someone into providing them with the 2FA key to allow them access. So it's by no means a single solution that's a silver bullet that solves all problems. And, and the other one that's really pervasive um, is that uh, a lot of organizations falsely believe that if they have edge protection on their network to protect against credential stuffing and other sorts of automated attacks, that they are less at risk for ATO threat. And while it's true, there is some protection to be gained there from the novice criminal that is buying stuff off the shelf and uh, running an attack based on someone else's code. It does not stop the more mature, more sophisticated attacks that are targeted against the individual because those are going to fly under the radar, are going to use credentials that I identified before, have been um, stolen 18 months before they're even in the public knowledge. So you have to find ways to proactively protect accounts based on what's actually been stolen, and that requires a whole different mindset. What's working then? What do you find really works in the fight to prevent account takeover? Well, we've actually seen that companies have gotten a lot of success out of 
securing user identities uh, against this evolving criminal behavior and technology by monitoring for credential exposure and then proactively remediating. And uh, that's, that's, that's something that's difficult to do, but it requires that you have a, a data source like SpyCloud that is providing you insight into breach data as it occurs and as it is the stuff that's associated with your domains, with your employees' um, email addresses, with your uh, customers' logins, um, and giving you the opportunity then to identify if those exposed passwords are in use in your environment so that you can then proactively force password changes or force folks down alternate security paths where you actually prove that the, the user using the credential is the authorized user. Chip, talk to me more about SpyCloud. What are you doing to help your customers to improve their defenses against account takeover? SpyCloud, um, we actually, we specialize in recovering credentials that have been stolen. Um, we actually infiltrate criminal networks and social engineer our way into accessing that information earlier in the life cycle, closer to when the breach occurred at these third-party sites so that our customers can then leverage our database of credentials to proactively defend against account takeover threat and other types of fraud. We have several different types of products. Um, we have products that specialize in employee protection, where you can monitor your own domain or your employees' uh, uh, email addresses. Even your VIPs can be protected with a product we call VIP Guardian. Um, we integrate into Active Directory um, so that you can proactively and automate the remediation of credentials that have uh, been exposed and make sure that they're not in use in your environment. We also have a really robust uh, program for helping e-commerce sites uh, and other sorts of online customers protect uh, their customers and their login. So basically uh, checking to see as users are logging in or completing transactions, whether or not their credentials have been exposed and allowing that alternate security path to verify that it's not a fraudster trying to perpetrate some sort of crime or fraud against the, the site. Um, we have investigations tools. We have um, uh, and uh, something for third parties. Uh, thir third party monitoring is another big thing that's got uh, board eyes in a lot of organizations because of that supply chain threat that I mentioned earlier. So we have a product that's specifically designed for helping organizations mitigate the ATO threat that is represented in their third parties they may be doing business with. Very thorough. Chip, I appreciate the time. Thanks so much for catching up with me today. Tom, thank you. As always, it's a pleasure. Again, the topic has been account takeover, how to prevent it. You just heard from Chip Witt. He's the head of product management with SpyCloud. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you so much for listening to us today.